Hello everyone, good morning once again. So I'm coming to you from the throne room of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we're all doing very well. Let us pray. I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that God's word will be honored wherever it goes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. I pray that God will accompany his word with his Holy Spirit, with his power, and with his conviction. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So our last lesson, we took it from um, John chapter 4, and we we finished at the verse 28. You want to move on, and we'll try to complete this chapter in this lesson. So um, I want to read um, from verse 29 to um, 38. Um, so it says that, Come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Have any man brought him aught to eat? Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Okay. So the disciples said to him, Rabbi, eat. Master, come and eat and get satisfied, you know. But Jesus told them that there was something else that made him satisfied apart from food. Okay. So Jesus was like, my food, that is, that which brings satisfaction or that which brings fulfillment to me, is, is the work of God, okay? When God or my father asks me to do something and I do it, it brings me satisfaction, okay? The, the approval I receive from God gives me satisfaction. So to me, my definition of food is not just physical meat, um, physical um, food that you eat, okay? But it is something that brings one fulfillment. It is something that brings one satisfaction. So while the disciples were talking about physical food, Jesus meant the spiritual food, the food that brings you fulfillment and satisfaction, okay? Because sometimes you can eat physical food, but you still won't be okay. But just talking about the real satisfaction, okay? So Jesus meant seeing a lost soul, you know? Seeing a lot so that is saved brings me fulfillment, okay? Seeing God's will being done on earth, it brings me satisfaction. Seeing uprightness being held brings me satisfaction. When I see God's word being obeyed on earth, it brings me satisfaction. So for me to see that this Samaritan woman who was lost but is, has now seen the light, when I see this woman that is saved, and I see that she's also going into the town, you know, to go and preach the message to the people, it brings me satisfaction. And I find more joy in it than the physical food you are bringing to me. Do you understand? And then when you continue reading 35, 38, it says that, um, Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. Other men labored, 
and ye are entered into their their labors so jesus is saying that i have sent you to reap what others have already labored for i've sent you to reap where others have already planted you understand just go and harvest for me you don't have to go and plant seeds anymore you don't have to go and plow the land anymore somebody else has done that you just go there and gather the harvest for me we are not the ones to plant the seeds of jesus into people many people already know about jesus you know past missionaries have succeeded in doing so many know that jesus many know about jesus already but what we have been sent to do is just draw a consciousness in them you know to bring the jesus back to life in them and we can do this okay we can make the jesus real to people make jesus alive in them many people have given up okay but we can bring this jesus back to them so how do we do, do this we do this through our godly encouragements daily encouragements we do this through our godly and word-based advices you advise you advise people based on the word of god you advise people based on what god says you don't use what is trending to advise people you don't use the you don't use what the world is doing to advise people all is the word of god that gives life so when you are bringing someone back to life you are you are actually turning the person back to god yeah you, you are harvesting a soul for jesus when you advise someone, you don't advise someone based on what is happening in the world, what is trending on TikTok, what is trending on, on, on YouTube that is not godly. You advise them based on the word of God. You turn people back to life through your testimonies and through your own personal lifestyle. You understand? So you don't just keep quiet when you see wrong. You need to address it. Okay, you ensure that uprightness or righteousness is held, like it's upheld wherever you are or wherever you go. You know, this will bring you satisfaction, and there's always a way to go about it. The Bible says in First Timothy chapter five, and um, verse one to two, that do not rebuke an older an older person, but rather exhort him as a father. You know, like encourage him as a father. You know, you should encourage younger ones as brothers older women as your mothers and then the younger sisters with all purity you understand so you you do it with purity and purity is found in the word of god you understand you don't advise someone based on um something that is not pure it is only the word of god that is pure so our mandate is to reap where others have sown so that we also can receive wages and gather fruits for eternal life that's both he who sold and he who will me all rejoice together. Now there is a reward for turning the lost to safety. When you deliver a soul from destruction, you are rewarded. So somebody will say that, also me, I'm not a pastor. Also me, I'm not a, I'm not a bishop. I'm not a this. But you see, when you read Ephesians chapter 4, you'll be told otherwise. Because once you acknowledge Jesus as God, he has already given you a gift. All you need to do is to identify it and walk in it. Now, all Christians are called. Don't be deceived. Every Christian is called. When you read Ephesians 4, 8, it says that when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave, and gave gifts to men. So, verse 11 says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Do you understand? So, every Christian is one of these. Every Christian is one of these. So in any capacity you have been called to reap, you have to obey the word of God. 
Now, apart from food that satisfies, let the work of God all satisfy you. When the Israelites wandered in the wilderness, Jeremy chapter 8 verse 3 will tell you that God made them hungry to prove to them that the man he created is not just to live on bread, but by God's word too. So you see, as they journeyed through the wilderness, the Bible says that they should not think that it is only food that should sustain them. God was teaching them that his word was also given to them to live on and to sustain their lives. So man shall not live by bread alone. The man that God created is not to live by food alone. Other creatures can be sustained by food, but the creature man that God created was designed to live on food and the word of God. So if you function otherwise, you are not living by God's original design and purpose for your life. Don't be deceived into thinking you're not a pastor, so you can't talk about Jesus. If you're not a pastor, you may be an evangelist or a teacher or an apostle or a prophet. Once you claim Jesus is the one you are serving, you are trapped. You are trapped. He gave the gift to all men. That is why when you read the last book of the Bible, chapter 1, verse 6, Revelation tells you that, um, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. So we are all mandated to go and bring souls to Jesus however we can. Someone may be very close to you and would have to rededicate life to God again. But it will take your encouragement and patience to do that. It may take your prayers to do that. Just ensure you are reaping and gathering fruits to eternal life. So what happened was that after bringing the Samaritan to God, Jesus was so filled with joy that he wouldn't even eat physical food. Like there was no need for it. He saw the ripple effects of the woman's conversion. Okay, as the whole city like believed in Jesus because he stayed there for two days, and this brought him so much satisfaction. Remember that in John chapter 1, we are told that Jesus is the light. If we believe that he is the light, let us also walk in his light. If we walk in his light, we will not stumble. Let us walk right behind him, following his steps, so that we do not stumble. Let us do exactly as he did, so that we do not stumble in this life. My problem is to an end. I pray that God will keep you. God will guide you. God will cause his face upon you. Have a very blessed day and stay blessed because you are blessed. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen.